Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And since this is Kentucky Derby Week, this week, we'll talk about the Kentucky Derby. And even if you don't follow horse racing, even if you don't care much about the sport or the derby, I think you'll find some interesting facts about the race. Hope you'll stick around. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the this is Kentucky Derby Week, and as I said before the commercial break, even if you don't follow horse racing, I hope you'll listen in this week. I think you'll find some interesting facts about the race. It is the most famous sporting event in Kentucky. It's what we're known for worldwide. If you took a survey around the world, go anywhere in the world, and ask them what they know about Kentucky, they won't say basketball, they won't say bourbon, They'll say two things, Kentucky Fried Chicken and the Kentucky Derby. That's what the people around the world know us for. And not only that, the Kentucky Derby is the oldest annual sporting event to run without interruption in this country. There are other sporting events that are older, but uh, they haven't run annually. They ha they've had some gaps for example, there's a canoe race between Harvard and Yale that started before the Kentucky Derby, but it's had some interruptions. It hasn't run every year. The Kentucky Derby, the oldest sporting event in this country that is run every year without missing. And it almost missed a couple of times. Back in 1945, it was delayed because of World War II. Basically, the federal government put a restriction on horse racing because they didn't have the workers, and they didn't want the workers going to a track and working there when they needed them in the factories making war supplies. So the race was delayed that year, but it did run later in the year. Normally it runs the first Saturday in May every year, and always has, with the exception of 1945 when it was delayed, and also two years ago, 2020, when it was delayed till September because of the coronavirus. Other than that, the oldest sporting event held annually without interruption here in the United States. First Kentucky Derby back in 1875, 10 years after the end of the Civil War. More tomorrow, Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. This is Derby Week, and this week we are looking at interesting facts about the Kentucky Derby. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the this week is Kentucky Derby Week. They'll run for the Roses on Saturday. So this week we're looking at interesting facts about the Kentucky Derby. Some things you may not know. You may know that the limit for the number of horses that can run in the Derby is 20. But do you know the fewest that ever ran in the Derby? 
Well, that's three. Three horses ran in 1892 and again in 1905. Bill Doolittle is a Kentucky Derby historian, may know more about the history of the race than anybody. He's written books about it. He's written lots of magazine articles about it. So I talked to Bill Doolittle about those two races where they had such few horses. Well, I'm going to start with the 1892 and the 1905 derbies where there were only three horses in each of those. Do you have any idea why the fields were so small for those? Lack of interest. The the derby started out with a bang in 1875, had a big field and had really terrific horses in it. And it was like that for several years and drew some excellent horses. But kind of over time, it it sort of lost favor and the stables in New York, uh, other places, did not send their horses to Kentucky very much. Uh, when Matt Wynn got in in the early 1900s, that was they really were able to change that. And he built the Derby back up and, of course, made it better than ever. But there was just a period of time there where the best horses didn't win. So when you say the best horses didn't win, do you mean they didn't win just because they didn't enter? Yeah, exactly. They, weren't, they didn't ship here. That's Bill Doolittle. Again, he's written books on the Kentucky Derby. One came out back in 1998 another in 2015, and he's got a third one coming out two years from now on the 150th anniversary of the Kentucky Derby. Coming up tomorrow, we'll talk about the long shot, Mind That Bird, and his dramatic win of the Kentucky Derby. think you'll find it interesting. I'm Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogel. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Since it's Kentucky Derby Week, we're talking about Derby memories. And today, one of the Cinderella stories. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the We all like a Cinderella story, see the long shot win every now and then. We got one of those in the 2009 Kentucky Derby. Horse by the name of Mind That Bird won it. Came out of New Mexico, (laughs) not really one of the hotbeds for thoroughbred horses. His two prep races for the Kentucky Derby were in New Mexico. Ran second in the Borderland Derby, whatever that is, and third, or I'm sorry, fourth in the Sunland Derby. Then he comes to Kentucky and wins the Kentucky Derby at 50 to 1 odds, third longest odds for a horse to ever win the Kentucky Derby. And I talked to Chip Woolley about him. Chip Woolley was his trainer, and I asked him if even he was surprised his horse won the Roses. Were you, I mean, I know you knew he had a shot, but were you like, I really can't believe this has happened? Oh, for sure, after after he won, you know, like, I I thought I could run third or fourth. I mean, I didn't go up there thinking I could win, really, but I I knew in my mind my horse was better than most of them, and and obviously it turned out to be. 
you know, a lot of people said after the Kentucky Derby that he's a fluke, uh, that's a one-hit wonder, but yet he comes back in the Preakness and runs second, and he runs third in the Belmont. No, he was a really, really, really good horse, and, and I don't think he gets near enough credit for that because, you know, from from Smarty Jones to American Pharaoh, he's the only horse that lit the board in all three. Now, you think about that. That's a big stretch of good horses. What he was saying is from 2005 through 2014, Mind That Bird was the only horse to finish first, second, or third in all three races, the Derby, Preakness, and Belmont. But after the Derby, he never won again. He was 0 for 9 after winning the Kentucky Derby, lost in his last nine races. Then he was retired, living his retirement life now back in New Mexico. That'll do it for today. I'm Gary Fogle, and this is Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories, and this is Kentucky Derby Week. And today, one of the greatest horses you probably don't remember. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. The 1970s was a great decade for thoroughbred racing. 1973, Secretariat won the Kentucky Derby in record time, a record that still stands. Went on to win the Triple Crown. Four years later, 1977, Seattle Slough wins the Triple Crown. The next year, 78, Affirmed wins the Triple Crown. Then in 1979, Spectacular Bid wins the Derby in Preakness. And most think he's going to win the Belmont and win the Triple Crown, but he loses in that last race in the Belmont. He was being ridden by 19-year-old jockey Ronnie Franklin, who wasn't experienced in the big races, got in trouble with his horse in both the Derby and the Preakness, but all the experts say the horse had such talent, he got himself out of trouble. But in the Belmont Stakes, all his critics say he moved too soon with Spectacular Bid, wore him out. He had nothing left for the stretch run. And after that race, the TV critics, the TV analysts, were quick to criticize Ronnie Franklin. It was a marvelous run race, and I'm afraid young Franklin is in for a lot of criticism. Well, in what way do you think? I thought he pulled the trigger a little bit too fast. A victory or a defeat, I mean, so many things go into it. In the Derby and the Preakness, it was spectacular bid and his sheer power and class and speed that won those races. In spite of the rider, in the Belmont, spectacular bid lost because of jockey Ron Franklin. The comments of CBS TV analyst Jimmy the Greek Snyder and Dave Johnson after that Belmont stakes. And maybe the criticism from that loss got to Franklin because nine days after losing in the Belmont stakes, He was arrested for cocaine possession, and he admitted that the pressures got to him, and that's why he turned to drugs. Coming up tomorrow, the story of a horse that many think won the Kentucky Derby, but he actually never ran in the race. 
Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, we're going to talk about the horse many think won the Kentucky Derby, although he never ran. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the Many consider Man of War the greatest thoroughbred horse of all time. Therefore, a lot of people assume he won the Kentucky Derby. They figure, well, if he's the greatest, he would have had to have won the Derby. He never ran in the Derby. His owner, who was from the East Coast, thought that running a mile and a quarter, the Derby's distance, early in the spring in a three-year-old year, which is what the Derby horses are, they're three years old, he thought that was too far of a distance for a three-year-old in the spring, so he did not run in the Kentucky Derby. Man of War did run in the Preakness, and he ran in the Belmont, and he won both of those. Won the Belmont, by the way, by 20 lengths, but he did not run in the Kentucky Derby. Man of War is considered the greatest by many because he won 20 races in 21 starts. The only loss was in his two-year-old year, where he lost to a horse named Upset. It was actually 1919 when this happened. They did not have starting gates. They just had like a rope or something they put across at the starting line and horses took off from there. And the spectators who were there say Man of War was not properly lined up yet behind the rope when the race started. He was kind of turned sideways and they dropped the rope, started the race. So he started at a disadvantage, had to hustle to catch the horses up front, was gaining ground, but was barely beaten by a horse named Upset, the only loss in his 21 race career. What's most interesting, I think, about Man of War is when he passed away in 1947 at the age of 30, his funeral was carried live nationwide by NBC Radio. Here's a little snippet of that. Our microphone is located at the grave at Faraway Farm where the mighty runner and sire lived most of his 30 years prior to his death last Saturday. And not only that, there was an open casket public viewing of Man of War prior to his funeral. <laughs> Amazing. A great horse, but he did not win the Kentucky Derby. That'll do it for the shows this week. Thanks for listening. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. <laughs>